0: Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that was rated number one wrestling podcast in South Korea on January 4th. Hey! For one day. That is legit. January 4th, 2021. Yep. January 4th, 2021. For one day, we were the number one wrestling podcast in South Korea. And I can't help but think it was probably a slow day for wrestling podcasts in South Korea. But... Um, we're gonna take that and run with it.
1: That's a win, man. That is a win. I thought maybe you were gonna go the only wrestling podcast that uh, limited their title changes to the pre-show.
0: Yeah, everything <sighs> else stays the same. Status quo. <laughs> status quo.
1: Except for this is, the, I guess this is back to status quo. We're doing a pay-per-view review instead of a yeah. instead
0: of a WBU. Uh, WBU. W- 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 <laughs> w- so status quo. Maybe I should just change the name of this particular episode from now on. Uh, as you could hear, I am joined by my partner in crime fighting, district attorney Vincent K Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm great. And and I and I am I am rooting for
1: somebody to earn that partner partnership back. Um, but I did notice the lack of an S. So let's talk about <laughs> somebody who finally showed up again after he got partnered and then left for like nine months. We promote him to
0: partner and then suddenly he's like, fuck, I gotta go do stuff for school. <laughs>
2: Isn't that usually how it works, though? That is usually how it works. As soon as you get promoted, you tend to just want to do less and you're just like, eh, I'm promoted now. I'll never get demoted. But it turns out you guys are assets, and you demo right away. Ugh, this podcast should have union
0: Nope, we're going to union
1: bust that. You, you, unfortunately, you have to unionize with the other workers, and uh, only, only two people were working the last week. <laughs> yeah, so I you guess we a... did unionize. Yeah. Snap
0: blade. <laughs> so uh, what's going on, JLB? It goes on, guys.
2: What a rumble. I don't know whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad, whether... Um, I'm excited for Mania or not. Um, I'm just really up in the air. What about uh, you guys?
0: Uh, you know, I, I really don't know how to think right now. I'm I'm kind of a, a ball of indecision on this. Um, and we'll get to exactly all of the reasons as we go through the matches. Um, overall, I enjoyed the show overall. As a whole, I enjoyed it. And wrestling's about providing entertainment and, and emotion. And there was good emotion uh, in it. However, the winners in some matches or the way they got to the winners was confusing and didn't really fit the narratives that I think uh, they were going for so much so. Um, Also confusing to me that uh, there were so few overall matches that they put the women's tag match on the kickoff show.
1: Yeah. uh,
0: Yeah. uh, I
1: mean... so it led me to something later in the day that I thought, oh, my gosh, this is they literally did that just so she would be available for the uh, the um, to win the Royal Rumble. And then she didn't. So that was OK, I guess.
0: But um as you can guess, we're not going to be doing our traditional uh, crimes and misdemeanors and all of that stuff. Um, we'll probably throw at least one or two crimes uh, during this. Um, But we're not really going to be doing that. This is going to be just a review of the Royal Rumble 2021, the road to WrestleMania. Um, Before we get into talking about that, quick note that Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. So, of course, once you're done listening to this, head on over to tatnusco.com, check out the other shows over there, um, and then come back and like and share and subscribe and and do all that jazz over here, too.
1: And don't forget our sponsor... CNN, because they took our Turks and Caicos sponsorship. Yeah.
0: Fuck you, Turks and Caicos. No, please don't fucking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> please, please, please sponsor us, Turks and Caicos. Huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: CNN doesn't need the money, okay?
0: Yeah. Seriously. Need the... That's valid. Valid point. I agree. I, I even tweeted about you guys. Come on. <laughs>
2: yeah, but you also <sighs> don't have a lot of followers like CNN does, so
0: there is that. You gotta rub it in, twist the knife. I, I, the I
2: really. I don't like your negativity.
1: This is why you're not a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe
0: I'm, because I'm not a partner, I am negative. We're going huh? to <laughs> demote you to Beat Cop.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: That's it. I'll do uh, I'll, uh, I'll. do. what is it? Traffic tickets? Yeah, go out and write traffic tickets this week. <laughs> Jeez. I need to do 100 tickets by noon.
2: Okay, I'll just give in my badge now. <laughs>
0: So, we're going to go ahead and get into the Royale Rumble. Um, as I mentioned, the kickoff show featured the women's tag match. So, Asuka and Charlotte Flair defended against Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler, the former champions. If I'm correct, this was their first real rematch after losing it to them um, two months ago, I think it was. And uh, <laughs> it just sucks that this on um, the kickoff show, I mean, you literally have... Three of the most talented women's wrestlers in uh, WWE, and then you have Nia Jax there on the kickoff <laughs> show. Um,
1: but we didn't get to see all, of, all three of them, or three of the four wrestlers later in the night. Yes. We didn't get to see Asuka. Asuka didn't have a title match.
0: Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, Asuka got to be on the kickoff show and then get got to fuck off and go home. Well, same with you know tag team champions, they didn't get a match, so you know they didn't get a match, but they were both in the Royal Rumble. That's
1: true. That's not true.
0: the not the street profits. the yeah. street profits, not them. No. So um, so this match did a good, a fair bit of back and forth uh between um. It at one point, looked like Oscar and. And Charlotte were probably gonna win. Uh, you know, they kind of were telling the story. Could Naya and Shayna continue to function together? Uh, and they they started to get their group back. The uh, the big change of pace for it though came when Ric Flair came out, followed by Lacey Evans. <sighs> I thought we didn't talk about kickoff shows, man. It's it, the <laughs> unfortunate thing is we kind of have to mention to it because. The storyline continues later in the night. Um, so the finish of this happened. Uh, Flair was putting the figure eight on, um, Shayna, I believe. and, And Lacey just walks up when the ref is distracted and punches her in the face. Right in the jugular. Yep. And, uh, Nia Jax tags in and... Hits the stinky leg drop on Charlotte and pins her for the win. That stinky leg. Do that stinky (laughs) leg. So we do have new tag champions for the women's division. Uh, Back to Shayna and Nia. Which confuses me because the storyline they've been telling is can Shayna and Nia continue to function together? Um, And it would have been way more entertaining if they would have turned it into... Uh, them both going after some sort of singles gold and fighting over who gets the shot at that, in my opinion. I thought
1: for sure. After Charlotte lost the titles, I thought for sure. Because they've talked all week about um, Charlotte looks to join uh, looks to join. uh, Oh, crap. Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. As the only person to have won consecutive Royal Rumbles, or as the only people who have won consecutive Royal Rumbles, and so they keep pumping that in that in that advertisement, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch, we're gonna get Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble,"
0: which we'll talk about in a couple matches. Yeah, we will get to the Royal Rumble shortly. <laughs> um, it, it, it
1: needs. This is the moment where I went, "Gosh, dang it!" Like even before
0: the match happened. Um, but in the end, I mean, it was a decent match overall. Uh, I enjoyed it. I I probably would have enjoyed it better without the uh, the fucking Lacey Evans interference and the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why couldn't we just have a clean win? Just a, 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 a clean win. Yeah. Like if we're trying to put of Baszler and Nia Jax over as these monsters who do anything to win, then why not have it be them that do the cheat to win? Uh, or just be monsters and just absolutely destroy someone. You know what I mean? I don't know. But yeah. it was a decent match. I didn't. I didn't hate the match. I just hated the the finish to it. All all. Moving on to the main show. Uh, Of course, they have the big video package talking about how cool the Royal Rumble is and how it launched the superstar careers of people because of yada, 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 Um, which is kind of prophetic um, to the men's Royal Rumble because it doesn't actually launch anyone's career. Um, But the first match of the night, which a a lot of old school wrestling fans were probably driven absolutely nuts by the fact that this was the first match of the actual show, was the WWE Championship match. Drew McIntyre versus Oldberg.
1: (laughs) Yay! This was such a good three minute.
2: Honestly, for a Goldberg match, it was pretty entertaining because at least there was some kind of action. But it was a very pointed match. It's my
0: opinion. Yeah, I I didn't like the match, but it was, like you said, it was like three minutes long. It was nice and short. Um, it only made me think that they were maybe going to be stupid enough to give Oldberg the championship for a very short period of time before they had Drew McIntyre hit him with another Claymore uh, and then get the win. So... Now
1: I- I will ask one question. Is that the first time anybody's kicked out of the jackhammer?
0: I honestly don't know the answer to that. Um, Because if so, what a protected
2: move. Holy cow. Um,
0: I don't think so. I feel like it's been kicked out of
2: before. I don't think it's been kicked out of before after the whole spear plus the jackhammer, though. But when he's done just the jackhammer, I
0: feel like people have kicked out of it. Well, considering when you Google has anyone kicked out of the jackhammer, the first one is three superstars who have kicked out of Goldberg's jackhammer. Um, and okay. the article was written a year ago, so it doesn't even include tonight. So Hulk Hogan apparently kicked out of it uh, on April 5th, 1999. Because Hogan. It's Hogan, yeah, yep. Yep. Uh, And I would assume Brock did. How, however, it kind of... Uh, it was kind of a botch, so I bet you this wasn't even intended, reading about this. Apparently, the finish was supposed to be Kevin Nash breaking up the pin, but Kevin Nash was too slow and missed his cue, so uh, Hogan had to kick out to keep the match going. snap. Uh-huh. then Undertaker kicked out of it in 2019, apparently.
1: Um, oh, at the... At the...
0: Yeah, at the Saudi show.
1: Yeah, the... the
0: greatest Royal Rumble was at Oil the... Oh, Super Showdown. <laughs> yeah, Oil for Wrestling. Yes, at the Blood Money pay-per-view. And then Brock Lesnar's kicked out of it.
1: Uh, yeah, and I can see Brock doing it. And I can see The Undertaker doing it. And I can see where Hogan is trying to keep the match going like he's supposed to. Now, according to this article...
0: And like I said, I haven't vetted this article officially, but uh, Brock is the first one who kicked out of it after the spear jackhammer combo. So the other ones kicked out of it after the jackhammer by itself. Um, But yeah, no, in the end, like, I didn't like this match, but it had a few things that went for it. Number one, it was blissfully short and it didn't try to uh, have Goldberg do more than he's really capable of doing right now. Yeah, he was it, at the end. He was yeah, gassed at the end. It also featured a really nice kind of back and forth with uh Claymore, Goldberg kicks out, Spear, another Spear, McIntyre kicks out, then the Jackhammer, Drew kicks out, then the Claymore, then it's over. You know what I mean? So it's this kind of nice back and forth where they all hit their their finishers and they just made it a big schmoz right at the beginning and then it was over. Spot Fest. Yep. It was was wonderfully short, um, featured a couple big moves, and then it was done. Which also lends some
1: credibility to the fact that they had to do their big moves multiple times to the fact that if you don't set up a big move, it's not going to pin somebody. And so I enjoy that piece to it as well. Because there is something to be said for doing the... Um, second rope DDT before you hit an RKO
0: or stomping your foot a bunch of times before you hit a super kick because that's yeah. what turns it into a sweet chin music, correct? Duh, everybody yeah. knows that it's, it's preloading the muscles in your leg like coiled springs, right? yeah, like cocking your hand before Superman Punch, exactly. It's what gives it more power. And you said cocking. <laughs> EG thirteen. <laughs> oh, I've already said the F word twice, so we're up to R now. Fucking say whatever the
1: fuck you want. Um Now if somebody moans we're gonna be from NC seventeen.
0: <laughs> uh, um and this was actually an inappropriate time for us to make that joke because we're moving on to the women's championship match.
3: <laughs> Fuck us.
0: Okay, we're gonna
3: fucking cancel.
1: I I, uh, I have to ask a question. Okay. Does it look like maybe, and, and this is because we had that pervasive moment. This is the only reason I'm going to bring it up. Um, does it look like maybe Mela had some other reasons than just COVID for being gone for a little while, or is it, or was that the attire?
0: I think it was the attire, but you know, we we could just ask if uh, Charlotte just donated hers to Mella. Did Charlotte get a reduction or her old? Yeah, night? I I believe so. It's it's not been like 100 confirmed confirmed, but if you just look at Charlotte, she um is definitely not as voluptuous up top anymore. Uh, I just I was like wow, that outfit is different. But uh, I just want to point out, uh, Sasha Banks must have went to her costume designer and said, no, no, I don't care what color uh, Carmella's doing or whatever. I want half of mine to be poop brown with sparkles. (laughs) Carmella's going to be red. That's fine. I don't care. My my hair's blue, right? No, don't care. Poop brown with sparkles. I yeah. want it to look like I had a bad morning after drinking Goldschlager last night.
1: There was a lot of women who changed their attire in this one. Natalia was no longer a uh, Gip. Yeah, That might have been for the best. Probably. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of women who changed attire this time.
0: Sasha was not for me. the best. Goldberg changed attire too. Yeah. You no, know, I was going to mention that. Goldberg was not wearing the little... Little booty shorts. Uh, for this appreciated match. it. And they, they were tight. tight. He was wearing he was wearing non-tight shorts. Yep, he was wearing he was wearing. They're kind of Brock Lesnar esque. Um, yes. You know, almost knee length with the split kind of the side. It, yep. it was his tattoo that sponsored him Well, yeah, and then yeah, it's the tattoo. <laughs> I was mentioning <laughs> do you, do you ever wonder if Goldberg like ever wanted to get that tattooed cover up because it is so hideously nineties. Right, it is, but but he's like, wire. Fuck, I can't do it. It's the barbed wire tribal. It's like, it's become my symbol. Can't cover that shit up. <laughs> I'm stuck with it for life. Um. Anyways, moving on. Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Um. Of course, he had Reginald outside, being useless for the most part. Uh, although he did actually affect the match when he caught Sasha Banks after being thrown out of the ring and set her down gently instead of letting her fall on her fucking head Uh, way to help out your person man and then he got kicked out Then he got kicked out he got kicked out for helping sasha yeah pretty weird and then carmella uh attempted to commit suicide oh jesus that was so
2: scary i'm like carmella what are you doing face abrasion Uh and that is why
0: folks it is called a suicide dive yeah she did a suicide dive but kind of missed sasha banks and just kind of face first onto the ground you you could see that like the rest of the match she kept touching her face she obviously was not feeling good after that but um in the end uh sasha banks retained with the bank statement um, and Carmella tapped out really, really fast. And it bugs me. Like, I don't have a problem with the bank statement. I'm going to say like a lot in this because when I am thinking fast, I result to that. But um, I I get the bank statement. I don't hate it overall, except Sasha Banks has gotten really lazy on trapping the arm. Which right? she did win. And because normally she like the original bank statement, you trap the arm and then you pull back and because you've got the arm trapped the person can't twist out of it but she's gotten so lazy on trapping the arm that i just watched this and i am like kamala just shift your legs and then you can roll out of this it's not that hard science but everyone gives up to the bank statement like this oh oh oh, oh i'm done I, I thought um mella's mella mella's
1: performance right now is better than her championship run and i thought her match with charlotte during her championship run where she retained was fantastic um yeah, I don't i thought it was better for sure i don't like this sidekick as much as i did james ellsworth i thought james ellsworth was more schmozzy than um whatever his name is Gaston or whatever reginald, reginald um but but her in-ring work is exceptional right now i i, I still don't like the scream that she does um, oh yeah that's annoying kind of her <laughs> i guess so um I, I when she had the submission maneuver put on um i thought great work on Sasha's behalf to reach out and grab her hand just all around it was it was good.
0: No, Carmella is definitely one of the more improved women's wrestlers in uh WWE over the past 4 years, right? Um I don't I don't hate Reginald. I think he can could be a little bit more useful. The thing that annoys me most in wrestling is uh assistants or managers who are useless and it happens a lot. Um, For instance, I'm going to throw some AEW shade, but uh, Vicky Guerrero does absolutely nothing for Nyla Rose. Nothing at all, right? Useless. Why have her? Um, At least with this, Reginald is is doing some things, but I'd like it if he was a little bit more involved most of the time. Um, I, I would also like to file a charge against Carmella for gimmick infringement on behalf of MJF, because she kept saying to Sasha that she's better than you, and uh, that don't fly around here. That's some serious. Well, but she didn't. She didn't tell Sasha that she knew it. Well, true, but she was still doing half of the thing, and so, I, I mean, I'm I'm filing the paperwork. MGF, let me know if you want us to continue doing this. You know, that's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, Car- Carmella so is I'm- good. I think in the end we need to to let Carmella kind of blossom on her own a bit and and frankly, it would be nice to have her do it without Corey Graves talking about how beautiful she is every five minutes um, maybe put her on a different show than Corey Graves for a while, just a thought
1: notice he doesn't say the stuff about
0: Mandy Rose anymore so yeah, he's just- moved on to only saying it about his girlfriend so I guess, I, I don't know Yeah, props for him for being loyal now, but jeez. But yeah, so Sasha Banks retains, which really makes me wonder what the fuck did they bring Carmella back and build her up so much for? If the first feud they were going to put her in, she just fucks off and loses so often. Right. Who knows what they're thinking? Yeah, who knows? Mm -hmm. Do they even know? I'm going to venture no. That's my guess. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I think they're as clueless as
2: I am when it's, um, when it's uh, fantasy booking night, they're as clueless as I am for those on what I'm gonna book on fantasy booking. That's uh, that's what I think they do. They just they just do it. That's pretty fucking spot. clueless. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez.
1: I'm proud of your
2: honesty right now, though, which is something
1: WWE does not happen to have. No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, no, we we know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shit, somebody got next week's script. We haven't written it yet, because Vince is gonna change it. Oh I don't even know why
2: they bother writing a script until Vince shows up. Right. <laughs> because if they want to keep their job, they at least have to have something written. You can even have it written maybe in Crayon. Hey Vince, check this out. <laughs> oh, okay. Just just as long as you see something written. And then so he could just tear it up and rewrite it. You know, you, you have you to know- show-
0: if I were a writer for for WWE, like all my scripts pre showing up for the day would just be that that fake Latin that you use in like copywriting, lorem ipsum dolor, you know that stuff. Because mm. I'd just like be like, this is the match that I'm gonna book. Here's the fake writing. Now fix it. <laughs> and it's not like he's gonna let anything I write go on as normal, anyways. O- Officer Smarks, you're fired. That's fine. Um, As long as you give me my 90-day severance, I'll use you as a reference. Go right for TNA. (laughs) Anyways, uh, before we get to the Women's Royal Rumble, they did have a backstage segment with Sammy Sammy Zayn, Xavier Woods, and Big E that then featured Kofi Kingston coming in. Uh, Kofi said he wasn't uh, physically cleared to wrestle, but he wanted to... uh, wear the sweet royal rumble gear that they had and the only reason i bring it up is i didn't notice it at first watch but someone on facebook pointed it out when he mentioned the sweet gear he pointed down to to his trunks his pants that he had on and it had um grody Brody on mm-hmm. it luke harper on it um which i thought was was very nice even though it wasn't gonna be seen and they they made it seem like... I didn't get a really good look at the other uh Biggie and Xavier Woods to see if it had any like hidden references to Brody Lee on it. But his was a full-on picture of Brody Lee standing with his arms out. So, so yeah. that's cool. Um, then they had Bad Bunny perform well, look, his... Before you do that, because he wasn't in, he also
1: gave Xavier Woods his spot, which means Drew Gulak didn't get a spot. But Xavier Woods could be handed somebody else's spot by the somebody else, not by management.
0: Um, that's uh, that's um, uh, the way that um, the, the rules are, and Adam Pearce doesn't make the rules; he just enforces them. And this is <laughs> officially from Twitter. So, um, wait, yeah. didn't Drew like technically earn a spot on
2: SmackDown though? Well, wasn't that uh, the whole thing with M being mad at AJ? AJ just gets a spot. And then AJ said something to him and then Drew Gulak got a match and I thought Drew Gulak
0: won his match. Well, he didn't get a spot one way or another because he wasn't in the Royal Rumble. That's a spoiler. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Before they got to the Women's Royal Rumble, of course, they had to have the performance by Bad Bunny of the song Booker T. Um, Still don't know why this was done. Yeah, so there's that. I'm sure there were some Bad Bunny fans out there that were impressed by it, but... I could have done my wrestling show without a performance by Bad Bunny yeah me too I didn't know who Bad Bunny was I I mean I do now So I, I knew who he was I don't know if I could have named a single song he's sung well that's it he does mostly Spanish music right so
2: I mean even if you, I know of his name but at the same time if you don't like Spanish music or don't understand the language hey you're probably not going to be listening to Bad Bunny
0: What's he? Oh yeah, he, he. I know one song. I, there's one song that I know that he was in. He was in that "I Like It" by Cardi B. My three-year-old daughter loves that song.
2: Oh okay. Jesus! Your three-year-old daughter loves Cardi B. That's it. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm calling child services.
0: Uh, uh, send them my way, cause I, she loves yeah, Cardi B. She. Um, oh, she's. She likes anything with like bright colors and a beat. And Cardi she, B. She really likes loves it. It. pitbull. Um, I've avoided Pitbull, but I did find out, and this is going to date me a bit, but there is a a band in the 90s uh, called Republica, and they had a song called Ready to Go, and that song came on YouTube today, and my daughter just went absolutely ape for that song. And I don't know what it is about that song, but she loved it. Shout it out. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Baby, I'm
3: ready to go.
0: Anyways, um... We will get to the Women's Royal Rumble, because people did not come to hear about my three-year-old daughter. Um, Or maybe they did. And if they did... Stop listening. Sickos. Yeah, seriously. Stop listening now. No more kid stuff. On to the Rumble. On to the Rumble. Um, We had found out on Backstage yesterday, or was it Friday? Friday. That Naomi... Wins the spot as the number 30 entry. But we did not know who was going to be number one or two going into this. First and of all, I, Natalia. Natalia, who did I say? Naomi? Naomi? No.
2: She does deserve better, but yes, Natalia.
0: Natalia, yes. I, I was thinking ahead because Naomi was number two and uh, Bailey was number one. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Karen came out first and, and <laughs> Naomi came out and did her whole neon day glow entry put some respect in that explanation bro jesus naomi does not deserve better <gasps> Na- naomi has a move that she used in this match which is a fetch effect- uh which is effectively i'm gonna do the splits and drop my coochie on you
2: she also has the butt bump which oscar does and no one says anything about oscar doing it
0: uh, i hate when oscar does it but at least Asuka doesn't, at some point, do the splits and drop her coochie on someone as a finishing move. Jimmy, who taught her that. And and here, I I'm I'm gonna go um out and say I hated I I hate almost any like crotch-based offensive moves. I just despise them. I hate Xbox Bronco Buster and anyone who does that. Uh, All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sting face? Not a fan of stink face. Fair
1: enough.
0: Yep. Never was a fan. Yokozuna's bonsai. <sighs> Not really a fan, but uh, when you're the size of Yokozuna, there's it does kind of limit what moves you can do. It also, I mean,
1: nobody kicks out from the bonsai. Well, that's because a 500-pound man is sitting on your chest.
0: <laughs> that's because your sternum has now been crushed. <laughs> yeah. So, I suppose that's fine. Um. Anyways... So number one was Karen. I mean, Bailey. Number two was Naomi. Um,
2: I'm a slap you, silly. I'm going to slap you all the way from Montreal. You're going to feel it in like half an hour. You just wait. That's actually a really fast slap.
0: Very fast slap. Very, very very fast. Um, Number three, Bianca Belair. Number four, Billy Kay, who did something that was kind of fun. I... Yo, Billie Kay is lost right now in WWE. Ever since they broke up the Iconics because they were going to give Peyton Royce a singles push and then they decided not to, um, she's been kind of lost. And she's doing this where she's searching for a partner, searching for something. And she just, she didn't get into the match for three Three entries, four four entries she just sat outside the match and let other people get in waiting for someone who she could pitch to be her partner um which i thought was kind of fun you know frankly that's the smart way to do a royal rumble just don't get in yep don't get in until number is in and even then wait until it's the final four or final three you know and then you can hop in and you're fresh and they're all apparently i'm just too smart for a royal rumble um Number five, Shotzi Blackheart, uh, the first surprise of the night. I guess you could argue Naomi was a surprise because she's been out injured for so long. Uh, but Shotzi Blackheart, who is currently participating in matches in NXT, shows up in this, so that's a surprise. Shayna Baszler, number six, Tony Storm, another NXT surprise. They actually pulled a fair amount of NXT people up for this Um and it surprised me because they didn't pull some other people in that i was expecting them to do, so
1: yeah it was nice reducing the number
0: of legends it was nice to have a few less legends yes although the legends that they did choose still were confusing um i don't know i i i, I
1: wasn't upset with with the one that lasted a long time
0: um yeah. which you'll get to
1: i'm sure yeah. and i I don't think Mickey James qualifies as a legend in this particular instance because she's still under contract.
0: Um, th- There's one specific legend that confuses the crap out of me, but we'll get to that later. So uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Shayna Baszler, then Tony Storm. Jillian Hall was the first legend, I yes, think. I totally forgot about Jillian. Legend. I don't even know if she's officially a legend. <laughs> the first no longer current wrestler to appear. She did pretty good in the ring, though. I was shocked by that. Uh, She also was the one that eventually took Billy Kay up on the offer to partner up for a while. So Billy Kay and Jillian Hall ran wild. Jillian Billy.
2: That Jillian Billy duo. It was awesome. I think. Until
0: number nine, Ruby Riot, came in. And then. Billy Kay didn't know what to do because she's been trying to impress the Riot Squad, so she tried to avoid interfering with Ruby Riot for a while. Number 10, Victoria. That was the first kind of big name legend to show up, and I was happy to see Victoria here, and I believe that's the one that uh, D.A. Fave is is excited about.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that was a really great move. She's, she's historically a fantastic wrestler. Um... And she lasted quite a while. Um, The the downside is, if you remember watching her when you were a teenager and you're 40, there's a very good chance that she's knocking on the door of 50. And that makes you a little nervous with over-the-top rope stuff. Mm -hmm. But
0: no injuries. I was okay with it. Yep. So she came out, cleaned house for a while. Uh, Number 11 was Peyton Royce, which then featured a short reunion of the iconics that then ended up being awkward when uh, Ruby Riot was there, and so they didn't know what to do. Number twelve was another call-up from NXT, Santana Garrett, which surprised me. That's that's not a name I expected to see come up from NXT. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Uh, yeah, you I were, liked her though.
2: I never saw her in NXT, so for her, she was completely new to me. Um, she was fun.
0: Well, that's part, good, or... why it's, that's part of why part of it surprised me is because they basically don't ever use her in NXT. Yeah, she effectively that's... in NXT is used as enhancement talent, and for the... oh, so she's a job. Yeah, effectively. Um, and then they bring I her up. That to enhancement talent. <laughs> um, number thirteen, Liv Morgan. So a reunion of the Riot Squad again out there. Number fourteen, Rhea Ripley. Fifteen, the Queen Charlotte Flair. <sighs> Woo! Number 16, Dana Brooke. We knew she was gonna last a super long time, right? Um <laughs> Number 17, Tori Wilson. That was that was one of the legends that like I get. You know, she gets a, a lot of recognition. She was a big deal at the time, but she's also from an era that women's wrestling in WWE was not particular. And I literally looked at my house guests,
1: I had some friends over to watch it and I literally looked at them these are also people I work with just so people know Um, the uh, I literally looked at them when Tori Wilson came out and said well I'm going to go partake in my bad habit and I went outside and smoked just so people know I do smoke yeah Whew, yeah
0: is a, not no, uh, number 18. We had Lacey Evans show up.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> Wait, we had
1: Lacey Evans show up
0: to what? Oh, yeah. It, well, first it was Ric Flair's music hit, and then Ric Flair walked out, then Lacey Evans came out in Charlotte Flair's robe. I think uh, it was Ric's robe. They made, a, they made a point that it was the same robe that Charlotte wore earlier. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The commentary made, an, made a point of it. Um... And then she gets in the ring with the robe and tries to do a tries to do a pose down with the robe in the middle of a freaking Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Are you stupid? You don't stop the match to do a pose down in a Royal Rumble. Um, anyways, moving on. Lacey Evans. We, we kind of knew what was going to go. The storyline was going to go there. Uh, Lacey Evans and Charlotte didn't care much about the match for a while because they just wanted to fight each other. Number nineteen, the aforementioned Mickey James. Number twenty, Nikki Cross showing up for the first time in a long time. Uh, I was happy. Looking skinny. I felt
2: she lost a little bit of weight. She gained a little bit of muscle, so she looks good.
0: Yeah, no, she looked good, and she was she was kind of a house on fire for a short period of time. Um, Number twenty-one. This is the legend that made me really scratch my head and say, "Fucking why." Is there anyone, is anyone listening to this who th- was sitting here watching the Royal Rumble saying, man, I really wish they'd bring Alicia Fox in? <laughs> like, or when her music played thought, that's a viable contender. Yeah. Like, I am not kidding. I would have been more excited to see Kelly Kelly.
1: That's who I thought was coming in at 30. It was nice to not have Barbie Blank
0: show up. Um, It, w- it would have been better than Alicia Fox,
2: well keep in mind too, huh? cause I think Natalia also kinda messed up because she had posted a picture with Trish and that Trish was there live, uh, at the pay-per-view. So then she deleted it, but the problem obviously the social media already realized, oh, Trish is gonna be in the rumble and so I think they had to switch Trish out and they had to figure out someone else
0: to put her in her place. Well Natty so the- yeah. you- well they'd announced Natty was gonna be number thirty. On Friday, so yeah. we already knew that. Um, but here's what throws, at least in my mind, throws a, a hole in that, is Alicia Fox has was fired by the company a few months ago um, because she kept showing up to things drunk, and so it's not like it's not like she was just hanging around backstage, you know, and they True. could be like, oh, Natty did us stupid, so we're gonna use you instead of Trish Stratus. Um, hey, Alicia. If, Alicia come on, come on real quick. We, we uh,
1: Natty made a mistake. But everybody, Trish was here. So sober up here real quick, and then you can come out and wrestle.
0: so in if anyone, frankly, if anyone was pulled in at the last minute to replace Trish, I would say Mickey James is the most likely candidate because she was still employed by the company
1: yeah, working that,
0: backstage.
1: That's a good move. Um, Mickey Mickey performed well, too. Mm-hmm, he sure did. Better than, Um, in my opinion, Trish did last year.
0: So, uh, in the end, uh, Alicia Fox was really there for a short gimmick involving the 24-7 championship, which um, I am going to say, after tonight, the 24 championship is dead. It has jumped the shark. What it shouldn't
1: do is interfere in your biggest contenders match of the year.
0: And it shouldn't be used just as a gimmick to give Alicia Fox a two minute long run with the belt um, just to give it back to R-Truth. Who then later loses it to fucking Pete Rosenberg.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I did like Graves' comment, though. Well, on the positive side, at least uh, David Arquette is not our worst champion. That <laughs> was like, oh, that's well done. So just having that comment alone was well worth uh, Pete Rosenberg
0: winning. <laughs> nope, nope, still wasn't worth no? it. Okay. No, sure wasn't. Uh, number 22, Mandy Rose enters. Number 23, Dakota Kai. Another call-up from NXT who literally was in a match this week on NXT.
1: And at this point, I am marking out that we're about to have a really good contender come out of this because I'm like, okay, well, it could be Mandy Rose. Like, the ring is loaded with potential, hasn't been stars that could be stars at this juncture, and that's so much fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Or one, a couple has been. I think Victoria was still in at this point. I'm pretty sure
0: Victoria got eliminated. Uh bit earlier by Shayna Baszler. Okay, so, but Mickey was still in. Mickey was still in, yeah. Yeah. I think Tori was already out.
1: Because I think Tori went out before Victoria did.
0: Um, to do... To... I'm going to have to look here. To...
1: But it, I mean, it's
0: neither here nor there. It just it was. I, I'm marking out on, oh my gosh, we're going to have... Tori a- a- Wilson a- went out uh, quite a ways after Victoria, to be perfectly I made a joke on our, on our uh, text messaging that Tori Wilson was holding down the corner because there was a period of like five minutes where she was just sitting in the corner, not doing anything. That works. Uh, you know, why not? Um, but you know, there, there was a good amount of talent in the ring. You're correct there. You know, uh, it. there were a lot of fun ways that this could have ended. And frankly, I'm not angry with the way it ended. I'm no, I'll say either. that before we actually get to there, just so everyone knows. Um, it surprised me it wasn't what I thought they were going to do, but... It's, I'm still not exactly angry with the way it ended. I am angry with a few things they did on the way to the win, though. Yeah. Um, so after Dakota Kai, number 24, Carmella, coming back to try and get another shot. Yep. huh we need more Carmella tonight, <laughs> I guess. Reginald, uh, number, in the ring with her. Yep. Uh, number 25, nobody is Mina than Tamina,
1: because we really
0: needed her in this match. So I really thought
1: to myself, okay, what obscure past wrestler could they, oh, Kelly Kelly could have been here. Yeah.
0: hmm Yep. <laughs> um, number 26, fucking Lana. <laughs>
2: who gets out Nia Jax, so that feud might happen still again. Because she was the one that got out Nia Jackson as a whole crazy thing.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't even think Nia's in yet, technically. I'm sorry. Nia jumped Uh, (laughs) again.
0: Yeah, Nia doesn't come in just yet, but we we knew she was going to show up. Uh, Shayna Baszler was already in. Um, Number 27, lucky number 27. Although I do want to point out that that statistic probably really doesn't stand with the women's because they haven't been doing women's Royal Rumbles long enough for there to be a uh, statistically best spot, right? Right. But number 27, Alexa Bliss comes in. Beautiful a, spot number, though. Like, because it, people do mark out over the 27th spot. Um, my only problem is, and and I do wonder if Alexa Bliss still isn't facing some uh, medical issues from her concussions. Because she has wrestled very, very sparsely in the last year. Um, and in this case, she was in for less than 90 seconds comes into the ring she does a couple big moves on people like Naomi and Rhea Ripley and, and then poses to the crowd and then everyone gangs up and beats on her and then the lights start to flicker for her to do her transformation thing and she's in the middle of the ring looks like she's doing her transformation she's becoming mean uh, and then Rhea Ripley just fucking kicks her out which nope, my watch.
2: I was both sad and happy about that I guess I don't know I didn't get why she still couldn't do the transformation, though. Like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and then she gets kicked out, oh no, let, let's
0: go back on like normal. Like, why does that stop you, though? Yeah. Like, in the end, and this is this is a um, foreshadowing to the Men's Royal Rumble, um, because there's no elimination, no no um, DQ in a Royal Rumble, just because you've been eliminated doesn't mean you can't still fuck shit up. Like yeah. So they could have had her get eliminated, but then turn around and come back in, in her evil persona and eliminate some people. Six or seven people.
2: But Which, by did. the way, I'm not a fan of how they do that anymore. How if, Like, honestly, they should make it a rule where if you get eliminated, you have to leave. Because I'm not a fan of this. Alright, I got eliminated, but let me go back in the ring and eliminate the person that eliminated me. Like, Or that at least shouldn't count. If someone who is eliminated eliminates you from the Rumble, this shouldn't be a thing. That should not count towards anything. Because I find it to be the
0: most stupidest thing in the world. Well, I don't know more- isn't in the Rumble. Later in the men's, yeah. I don't, I don't hate them doing it. However, I will point out, I think they've done it too often. <laughs> Recently, well, I think in the women's,
1: somebody comes in later and eliminates someone who eliminated them. If I remember right.
0: Um. Yeah, it's actually um, it's coming up, and it's people that we've we've talked about already. So. Yep. Um. But anyway, it's number 28. Ember Moon, another NXT. Person making uh, her appearance. Number 29, Nia Jax. And number 30, like we knew, Natalia. Um So the big thing, Lana, as J.O.B. mentioned, was the one who ended up eliminating Nia Jax. Uh, Shayna Baszler got eliminated by Lacey Evans. And then they decide to come back in and just fuck people up for a while. So, yeah, um, it's stupid. It, I it thought was, she got eliminated by Nia. Oh, yeah, no. Shayna was, uh yeah, by Nia. Yeah, Shayna was by Nia. Lana eliminates Nia Jax. But in the end, uh, it was a funny little scene. Natalia's coming to the ring, and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler just beat the tar out of her before she gets into the ring. And then they go in and they beat everyone up. And then they go back out and they just throw Natalia into the ring. It's like, eh. Yeah, didn't they eliminate uh, Lana or no? Um, no, because Natalia is the one who eliminates Lana. Oh, okay. After she gets it. Um, so in the end, though, the final four for uh, the women's Royal Rumble is um, Natalia, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley. And so, it's another one of those things where you've got some up-and-coming talent you've got a established real talent and then you've got the veteran in there and any one of those legitimately could have won uh but i know you were with me in saying not charlotte again not charlotte again please fucking not charlotte
1: not that i'm opposed
0: it's not that i don't like charlotte um, I just think it's too early to have a, a consecutive winners again. My biggest thing is matches like this: the Royal Rumble, and the Money in the Bank, are designed as their way to shotgun a up-and-comer into the main event. Scene. Okay, That's- so
1: here's where I'm okay with doing two consecutive winners: Stone Cold early in his career. I mean, Stone Cold was really only on top for four years, you know. So something like Stone Cold, something like, had Drew McIntyre not been the champ
0: right now, Drew would've been a good pick. I, I'm i not against two-time winners. I just think for from an emotional impact standpoint, the Royal Rumble works best when it's shotgunning someone into the main event that's not already involved in the main event, right? It's so the same thing with Money in the Bank. It works best when it's elevating someone into the main event status. Even if it's just temporary, that's just what it works best. So Charlotte doesn't need an excuse to be in the main event ever, ever. She could she could never win another Royal Rumble, never win a Money in the Bank and come out and challenge the champion and be legitimate, right? Yep. She's established. But Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair and in many ways Natalia don't have that. And so this is this is the the spot where any one of those three winning elevates them into a main event feud that they're not normally in. And that's where it works the best. Now, do I think Natalia sh- should have been the one to win? No. No, 100% no. Um na- n- nothing against Natalia other than she's just not exciting to watch and uh I don't I don't want to see her in the main event, you know. Um I would have been happy with Rhea Ripley winning. I'm happy to see uh, the reports that she's going to be on the main roster from now on. I think there's a lot of fun things they can do. I think maybe, maybe they hinted with her being the one to eliminate Alexa Bliss, that they're going to put her in a feud with Alexa Bliss slash the fiendette. Is there, is there a female, feminine version of fiend? Well American, American English is so weird; it doesn't have masculine and feminine forms. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, so in the end, Bianca Belair is the winner, and I'm happy with that. I mm. think there there could have been some better ways to have done it, but I'm happy with uh, the end result. Sure. Um, Bianca Belair ended with four eliminations. Nia Jax ended with four. Baszler ended with four. Rhea Ripley, however, ended with seven. So, her being in the was final. mostly four, all the stars. <laughs> um, she eliminated Mickey James. She eliminated Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, uh, duh, Ruby Riot Oh, okay. Maybe I uh makes
2: her the no, third vote ever me. eliminated.
0: Uh, over. Sorry, I said Ruby Riot. No, Dana Brooke, excuse me. Let me go back to the to the eliminations because I was like she eliminated Alexa Bliss, Carmella I was reading the wrong line. Alexa Bliss, Carmella, uh, Mandy Rose, Dakota Kai, that's an NXT. Um, Dana Brooke, Santana Garrett, and uh Tony Storm. So she did have three uh nxt elimination her eliminating tony storm is is putting a kind of a a pin in their long rivalry in nxt uk because they're not gonna have matches until vince gets his head out of his ass and brings tony storm onto the main roster right uh but bianca Belair winning this is this is a good thing in the end bianca Belair is very deserving of a title shot um I think, a match... I'm I'm assuming, since she's a SmackDown star, that she's going to go after Sasha Banks' the title, the SmackDown title. Uh, but Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania is a big match, in my opinion. I like them, so I'm happy there.
2: Cool. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of... That sounds like money there. Pardon the pun. But yeah, that would be a really fun match. Or, I mean, even if she decides to, let's say, go against Asuka, that would be a really fun match as well. I don't think they've... Frost paths in NXT, Oscar and Bianca. I think Oscar already left. Yeah, Oscar was ten- already
0: gone. Bianca uh, Bianca had a pretty pretty fast rise to the top of NXT. Um, she like the cream. She rises to the top. Yep, she, she indeed <laughs> is. Oh, yeah. Um, and that little spot
2: with her and Naomi was pretty fun, too. Naomi always has a spot. And that lovely little uh, Naomi using Bianca's hair. To pull herself back up onto the ring i thought that was pretty fun too so for those wondering if naomi had a spot because i know you hats weren't going to mention it yes naomi had a spot with bianca belair and bianca belair's hair was used to help naomi pull her
0: back up yep don't care nope. naomi i know you did not deserve anything yep
1: Has happy that bianca or that Oh, what the hell's her name? Yeah, she had a spot. That was the dumbest spot in the entire match. What are you talking about? Was Hold my spot. hand and we'll swing ourselves back up.
2: We're the, dumbest, the dumbest spot was the whole spot between Carmella and her, uh, her guy, and then Tamina hitting the guy, and then Carmella loses. She was like, "Oh, how come he did that? Like, if you're gonna get super kicked, he's gonna drop you. Like, doesn't take a genius, Carmella." And Graves has to stop commenting on Carmella's matches because I swear to God.
0: Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Moving on, we had the uh, Universal Championship match, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns in the last man standing match. Uh, This was, all in all, pretty much your typical backstage brawl sort of match um last man standing match uh it featured a whole lot of big spots people getting thrown off high heights through obviously planted soft table things uh but it was still fun to watch and my wife cringed every time someone got thrown off a high thing um it was interesting though at one point they left the thunderdome area and they went to a different area of the arena that was the actual, like, football arena area. This giant stadium with a random wrestling ring set up in the middle of it that didn't get used at all. Right. It was, I thought it was so good to be used.
2: <laughs> I'm like, why aren't you using this? Like, yeah. go. I, I figured they were just going to do the rest of the match in that ring or something.
0: Yeah, that's what kind of inspired me. They showed the ring, and I was like, are they going to go into that ring for a while and do something? And then they did Well, they
1: also, they also had a short bit while Kevin was walking back there that he walked right past some duct tape. And so I thought immediately, when see that duct tape, I want to
0: say Batista's feet to the bottom ropes. Yep. He missed his chance. He ended up trying to use handcuffs. Um, I mean, Roman had them, but K.O. was the one who ended up using them. But uh, it did not succeed. And in the end, Roman locked in the guillotine choke and Owens went night-night. No, in the end, the referee just stopped counting
1: long before yep. Roman got on his two feet. No,
0: no, in the end, it doesn't even
2: matter. Okay,
1: Lincoln Park.
2: Yeah, calm down there. Jeez. I try so hard. Oh jeez! <laughs> and, and you're not so far into the podcast without being really cheesy but you're right in the end it doesn't even matter
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my side Just,
1: hurts now looking down on us with absolute disdain right now yeah for sure in the end though
2: it doesn't even matter. oh, it oh uh. you know you're if welcome.
1: you guys don't shut up when I'm talking to you this podcast is <laughs>
2: That's well done. Well done. But
0: yeah, there was a spot where um, Roman Reigns was handcuffed to the bottom of a lighting rig, something like that. And so he couldn't stand up and the ref was counting. And so first, uh, Roman fucks off and tries to kill that ref. And then uh, while that ref is out, a different ref shows up and does start counting. Paul Heyman's trying to unlock the cuff. And obviously, here's the deal, obviously it was taking Paul Heyman longer to unlock the cuff than they expected. So the ref had to slow the count. They then quickly had Roman stand up onto his feet, even though he was still handcuffed down. And they explained that as, oh, he's up on his feet, so that's why the count stopped. But the count had already stopped before he got up on his I think right. Before that. Right. Uh, so it was kind of a BS excuse, but whatever. I mean, obviously things just weren't going the way they intended it to go. And the only other option was to have Roman Reigns lose, and they're not going to have that happen. I would have been fine with that.
2: KO? Winning the championship?
0: I would fine with it. I just <laughs> knew they weren't going to do it. Right. Bastards. Uh, because... Uh, despite Kevin Owens being one of the best wrestlers in WWE, um, he's fat, and Vince McMahon sees that and says, "I can't have him be my champion. He's he's not a, a Greek god
2: or a sumo wrestler.
0: Yeah, yeah he needs to be fat. Er, is yeah, what it he, is. he's <laughs> either got to be really fat or a fucking Greek god. Yep, one of the two. Less fat, less fat. But um, in the end. Roman Reigns retains. Kevin Owens went night-night. Maybe this is the end of that feud. I mean, I like seeing Kevin Owens, but how many times have we seen Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns in the last year now? In an exhaustive feud. Yes. I mean, just almost never-ending. Now we move on to the Men's Royal Rumble, the main event. Um, We had previously found out on backstage who the number one and two were going to be. Um... Which I don't know why they announced, but sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think we were talking before that. I I really think for future Royal Rumbles, they just shouldn't announce anyone in advance. No one. I agree. Or just
2: don't announce, like, your 30. First of all, announcing the 30 for the women's was stupid. Like, no, I'm sorry. I want to be surprised on who the 30th entrant is going to be for the women's. So making that Natalia was freaking pointless. And then announcing the first two for the men's? Especially with the announcements that you're just about to tell us. Um, Completely ridiculous. I would have been much more crazy on it if, oh my god, I would have seen them come out right at the uh, beginning like that, as opposed to already knowing that it was going to be Edge and freaking Orton. Yeah. Like, would have been so much more excited. Uh, Now that I know, I'm like, okay, so they're obviously going to go crazy battle.
0: Just stop announcing WWE. Just stop announcing who's in it. (laughs) And. I I would be fine if they never announced, like, may, maybe you could announce, like, one surprise entry in advance or something, but how much more fun would Royal Rumbles be if you just literally didn't know anyone that was going to be in it until the day of? Anyone from the roster could be in this Royal Rumble. Yeah, but how so do you promote? You promote it you- a 30-man Royal Rumble. Anyone on the roster could show up. You could even
1: have backstage of, of them waiting for their chance to have their name called. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. This
1: guy's name was pulled out of the hat. Ah, oh, crap. This guy's name was pulled out of the hat.
2: Yep, yeah, I would like that so much better, actually.
0: Yeah. anyways Anyway. But so, number one and number two, Edge and Randy Orton, because, you know, of course, we <laughs> really want to see more of that feud. I mean, it's not like it didn't already give us the greatest wrestling match ever, right?
2: I mean, you know, if it gave us that, maybe it'll give us the greatest first and second ever. I, uh, the first and second uh, people to come into the Royal Rumble ever, you know? So, but nope, nope, nope. Just a lot of brawling and then Orton getting injured because, you know, that's what Orton does, gets injured.
0: So so that's the storyline that happens is Edge and Orton start off after a few more people join Orton is now injured by edge and the referees help him to the back. Uh, but just reminder, he never got eliminated. And, um, if you haven't watched the Royal rumble before, if someone doesn't get eliminated, then they're probably going to show up at the end as a surprise to the person who thinks they won.
2: Just, which is also another thing they should eliminate, by the way, agree. If you leave the arena, not 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 like the backstage. But if you leave the arena where the Royal Rumble is taking place, you're automatically eliminated, and someone else can take your spot or something. Yeah, but like if, I'm, you, if you do what what uh, Billy
1: Kay did earlier, you're just going to like the the side of the ring. You're just mm-hmm. not
2: in yet. Yep. Right, which is I guess you could put as a loophole. Oh, but I'm still in the arena. Okay, no problem. Fine, I'll accept that loophole. But if you leave the arena,
0: no. I, I think. I think the easiest way to explain it is if the referees deem that you cannot continue to wrestle and then take you to the back, then the the referees have announced you as eliminated. Simple. Yeah. If the referees say, oh, he can't continue to wrestle, then he's eliminated. Okay. Anyways, so uh, number three, Sami Zayn comes in and everyone hates him. Number four, Mustafa Ali comes in and everybody hates him. Uh, number five, Jeff Hardy comes in and does a bunch of slow moves. <laughs> How vicious. I'm sorry. I just, the more I see Jeff Hardy right now, the more I just think he's been so hard on his body that he just can't perform at the level that he needs to anymore. And it's sad because I used to be a big Jeff Hardy fan. In fact, on the floor, not too far from me, because we were redoing this room earlier, um, I had my uh, WWF wrestling figures that were in a uh, ring it was uh, when you bought them you bought a corner of the ring and so I've got Edge and he was posed on the turnbuckle and I have Lita who's you know there with her whale tail and then I have Jeff Hardy and these were from like 1999 or 2000 I don't even know if they have a date on them anywhere Uh, 2001 Uh, but I want to point out Jeff Hardy's wearing the exact same ring gear that he Uh-oh. still wears today. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I, I like Jeff Hardy. I just, he just, it's, it's time to hang it up, man. Or, or takes, take some time off to let your body heal, you know. Or talk to your brother about changing up your style a bit so that you can continue to go. I don't know something, but you come in and you're just slow, slow. Anyways. Number six, Dolph Ziggler comes in and is not slow, uh, but everyone hates him because he's Dolphy Ziggs. Um, true. Number seven, Shinsuke Nakamura coming out to his good guy music again. So he's a face now. We'd like him again. Number eight, the first surprise for the men's Royal Rumble, Um, I guess, Carlito, who comes out and basically does fuck all.
2: <laughs> right. I feel like he didn't even spit in someone's face with an apple.
0: Nope. No. Or whatever.
2: Because coronavirus.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yep. That they did a little nice. back and forth with Nakamura and the apple, but then they just threw the apple away and then he proceeded to do fuck all.
2: Although he did look really good. I mean, I haven't seen Carlito in heck of a long time and this guy looks heck of a lot more built.
0: Well, um... No, hell, that match worked better than it usually was, too, before. Well, the thing with Carlito is while he hasn't been wrestling in WWE, he's been involved in wrestling in one way or another for a lot recently. Specifically, um, he's been involved with Glow. And like he was. The Netflix series? The Netflix series, yes. Oh, okay. He appeared in two episodes. But he also was one of the like wrestling consultants for it. Oh, nice! Didn't even know that. Where and so he has stayed fit for that, um, you know, and teaching all of the Glow people how to wrestle. Nice. Uh, but he also apparently, let me see here, uh, still I think wrestles internationally. Rico. Yeah. So.
1: I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool.
2: Yeah, we're definitely spending too much time on Carlito for the amount of time he actually did in the match.
0: Well, He, he did was... spend a bit of time in the match. He was in the match for a long time. He did fuck all, but he, he was there a lot. <laughs> um, uh, number nine, Xavier Woods shows up. Number 10, Big E. So we have the New Day as much as we can in the ring together. Mm -hmm. And they actually do proceed to do some stuff like eliminating uh, Sami Zayn together, eliminating uh, uh, Mustafa Ali after Mustafa Ali eliminates Xavier Woods. So they do some stuff, you know, but uh, number 11, John Morrison, who I saw, ooh, John Morrison, he's coming a little early, but come on, John Morrison's my guy, man. John Morrison's my pick for who they really should have win this. Uh, spoiler alert! He doesn't win, and I'm sad panda. Uh number twelve, Ricochet. Number thirteen, Elias. Who I gotta be honest, I I saw him come in, and then I I don't know if I ever noticed him again. Uh, Ricochet? No, Elias. Oh. Um, well,
3: Yeah. Apparently I mean, he, just... he
0: eliminated Carlito. Oh. Okay. And then got eliminated by the next entry, number 14, Damian Priest. Who was a stud in this rumble. He indeed was. Uh, we had heard reports over the last few weeks about Damian Priest being called up to the main roster uh, and that they're really high on him. And I think this really does show uh, that they. Uh, they have high hopes for him because he i think he had four eliminations total um and he eliminated kane yes kane being the fourth one uh but he also eliminated john morrison and the Miz and elias so um so yeah uh, no, and and even well, assist, uh, benny, well, benny, with the assist, benny
2: benny with the assist of course of bad bunny because when The Miz came out, he destroyed Bad Bunny's equipment. For some reason his equipment was there from his
0: performance earlier. Yeah, because which might no bother sense... moving it or, you know, hiring stage crew to get rid of stuff. <laughs> right. But so, so yeah, speaking of Miz, number 15 was The Miz, number 16 Riddle, which I'm going to pause here and just say whoever in WWE cough cough Vince who decides that Matt Riddle needs to just be called Riddle, needs to be punched in the nose. Because Riddle is the dumbest sounding name ever. Anyways, moving on. Number 17, Daniel Bryan. Number 18, Kane shirking his duties at mayor of a county.
2: And I'm really upset that Kane eliminated Ricochet. Why would you make Kane eliminate Ricochet? Can everyone just stop abusing Ricochet like this? Oh, such phenomenal talent and gets used so poorly. I'm so mad. He was good in this match, though. But he gets eliminated by Kane? Come on! You could have done something with him with Riddle, with anybody else, but aside from getting eliminated by freaking Kane. Why did Kane even need to eliminate anyone?
1: Because he's the number
0: one eliminator of all time. Yes! So he's <laughs> already got that record. He doesn't and, need more. And ago,
2: Like, things change, la. God
0: damn it. Anyways, Uh, Number 19, King Corbin. Number 20, Otis. 21, Dominic Mysterio. Wah, wah, wah.
1: Yeah. Fortunately, that was a fast elimination. Yeah. he Who also eliminated Corbin. Yeah. Well, there's got to be a downside to it because Corbin came out and I thought, okay, well, this is another person that I could see having a viable championship shot. He's a good heel not like a good guy heel he's a he plays the heel role well um i think corbin's really set up more for like a a money in the bank type setup but that's fine
2: you kind of want ultimate i don't i don't think so he's already won the money in the bank and lost it randomly on a raw so i feel like his money in the bank days are over yeah well of course because he's fat
0: well you can't have him win money in the bank or the title because he's fat but he's not like really fat. He's just like middle fat. Right.
2: He's not Otis he's not Otis fat. Yeah, that's when you take it off. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Which I think is next, no? Otis is next, no?
0: Uh, Otis was twenty before Dominic came in. Oh right. Uh, yeah. Bobby Lashley twenty two. Stand back, the hurricane comes in at twenty three. Again,
1: I mean, where was Drew Gulek?
0: Oh, not at okay, okay. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I think in this last, you know, we're at 23. In the last five before 23, we have uh, one, two, at least three, maybe four uh, spots that could have been better filled by Drew Gulak Hurricane, Dominic Mysterio, Kane, and possibly even Otis. Because, like, wow, wow. we expected yeah. them to do anything with Otis. Yep. Now, 24, though, 24 was a big one that made a lot of us happy. 24 was Christian. Yeah, that was awesome. <clears throat> I was excited, and especially because Edge is still in, so we got some good reuniting Edge and Christian moments throughout it. In fact, that was a reoccurring theme for most of the rest of the match until Christian gets eliminated, was that they they continued to help each other. And... Yeah. um. I'm going to jump ahead and say one of the things I really, really liked is they did not have Edge turn on Christian.
1: They didn't have any... In the men's,
0: they didn't really have anybody turn on each other, which was nice. But it's just... It was one of those things where, like, when he showed up, you just know... WWE always seems to do it where it's the two buddies, and they show up, and then one of them turns on the other one. Um, In the women's match, Nia Jax turned on Shayna Baszler. Uh, so... And then immediately got eliminated herself. But Christian did not get turned on by Edge. Edge did not turn on Christian, or Christian did not turn on Edge. So, um, number 25, AJ Styles. 26, Rey Mysterio. 27, Seamus. Because, of course, we need Seamus in here. I was That one I kind of got excited for as well,
2: because I thought, ooh, this could be the Sheamus Drew. That works, that works. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a, reu- a, 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 a reuniting of the bar too. That's well,
0: yep. After number twenty eight came in Cesaro, uh but they guess what? Turned on each other. Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess we did have some of that. Yep. <laughs> they they fist bumped and then Cesaro swinged at him, but then Seamus uh went at him and
1: they went at it for. I also really enjoyed when Sheamus entered um the
0: number of chests paved oh. and things he did. He, he freaking went apeshit on everyone's cave so it was it was fun to watch. I mean, I like Sheamus, and he's fun to watch. I, it's just one of those things where when he came in, I at this point, I knew that he was not the one who was gonna win because uh, they still had Edge in, and they still had some, uh, a few rooms for some big names to come in, um, and even though he came in number 27, I was just like, I just, I don't see him being the one. Uh, Like I said, 28 was Cesaro. 29 was the probably biggest surprise of the night for people, I should say. Um, Seth Rollins returning. I don't know if it's really a surprise. Like, I predicted it to happen. I thought he was going to be number 30, but uh, I predicted it to happen. But it's one of those we haven't seen him since, like, November. So him coming out was fun. And then number 30 was Braun Strowman. Because what better way to have number 30 than the biggest guy on your roster right now?
2: Right. And wasted. So you have him come out on SmackDown, and then you have him come out on the 30th? Why didn't you just switch the last two? Why did you just not make Seth come out 30th? Everyone would have been crazy surprised. You still keep that whole thing of the 30th being the craziest surprise engine. Well, they haven't been doing that the past few few, uh, Royal Rumbles, but... I didn't, I didn't get it. I'm like, but if you're going to have Rollins come out at 29, why not just have him come out at 30th? We would have been more
0: shocked. Because after Rollins came out, I'm like, oh, okay, so we're getting Braun for sure
2: then.
0: Yeah, yeah at that point, there was no surprise on who was going to be number 30 because we'd already had one more person declare from the match. Yeah. Unless it was Drew Gulak. Then it would have been surprising. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That would have been really surprising. Drew Gulak comes out, and then they send a camera backstage and Braun Strowman's just standing there like, what? It was supposed to be me. (laughs) But in the end, the final four, at least so we thought, was uh, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Edge, and Christian. But again, little reminder, Randy Orton never got eliminated. So this was not actually the final four. Uh, Strowman turns on Seth Rollins after Seth Rollins. is like, Hey, we can be, we can be partners and take out these old fogey. He didn't exactly say it that way. But
1: very good job on his behalf to, um, you know, kind of look, look surprised at, at that and to try and push the future versus those guys are the past. You know, that, that was, that was well played there. I
0: thought, Mm -hmm. um, but so, yeah, uh, They turn on him, Braun Strowman gets double teamed by Edge and Christian, then Seth Rollins eliminates Christian, then Edge eliminates Seth Rollins, so Edge thinks he won. Yay! But he didn't win yet. (laughs) RKO out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere. Then Randy Orton's like, yay, look at me, I'm going to win, and he goes to throw Edge out, but nope, Edge reverses it and throws randy orton out so edge is the winner so yay
1: yeah i'm still processing it i don't know
2: yeah i I think i'm disappointed i think i've processed to the point where i'm disappointed because you had edge and literally i think they only did this just to say 11 years ago edge won the royal rumble and i'm like okay so you guys did this just so you can make that a thing like oh look how many years went by and edge won again like what are you gonna do now? You had this thing with Orton for like so long, and I guess maybe that's deaded, but it doesn't seem like it is because I feel like Orton would want revenge. It's like, uh are you? Is this? Does this mean Randy is gonna win the championship before Mania, and face Edge for Mania for the championship? Like, how do you make a thing? I don't see Edge going against Drew, or Edge going against I- Bowman. So, I mentioned,
1: I mentioned the house guest I had earlier, and they said one thing, and I went, Oh, that works. Ready? Spear versus spear.
0: Eh. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, Edge doesn't have to go against the Raw champion. He could go against the head of the table. <laughs>
2: I mean, spear, that's what you're going to go on. Spear versus spear. Like, I guess it's a thing, sure. But. I didn't say I was excited for it. Oh, I said okay. it's an option. Fair. All right. Fine. I'll be a little less harsh. Yeah, I see that. Sure. Still pretty lame. How do you have a newcomer who is well deserved in the women's and then like I'm, I'm happy for Edge. It's his last run. Cool
0: story, bro. But you don't need it at all. Come on. So, so my my take is I don't hate Edge winning. However like i said in the women's rumble uh the rumble to me serves its purpose best when it's elevating someone who is not yet main event status um or at least hasn't been recent uh but the thing is edge doesn't need elevating he's always going to be edge right um some people that could have been elevated to main event status seamus and cesaro right um Technically Otis. Drew Gulak if you'd let him into the damn match. Uh Damien <laughs> Pete Priest. Is hotshotting him up to main event status could have been a big deal for this. Yeah, you could have just did that now,
2: then boom, he's in main roster. Yep. But too soon, maybe, right? Yep. Big Does E. He- Mania? Yeah. And by the way, that was really exciting. Lashley versus Big E. Mm-hmm. When we saw that house battle go, I was like, oh damn, this is actually really good. So I hope they end up doing something with that even though they're on yeah. separate terms. And...
0: if they're still champions yes yeah, survivor series um, oh jesus okay <laughs> i i have a feeling that that's long enough away that at least one of them will not still be champion by then no well maybe a different championship yeah not this champion or maybe a different run with it they've lost it and they get back i don't know yeah, no, that that was a fun time there when they kind of faced off with each other. Uh, it really helped you see how big Biggie actually is to have him up next to a legitimate huge guy in Lashley. Yeah, because like Biggie's a big guy, but sometimes it's hard to see how big he is because he's always next to these little guys. You know what we
1: really found out about big guys is right after this when Omas showed exactly how big Omas is. Mm -hmm. Because you thought to yourself, Big E, oh my gosh, he really is big next to Lashley even. And then Omos just peels him over the top rope. Just looks him straight in the eye, standing on the floor while Big E's standing in the ring. Looks him straight in the eye and is like, hey, you need to come over the top rope. Because that's what that felt like. Holy crap, he's huge.
0: So yeah, that was one of the storylines in the match is that Omos just flat out interfering on behalf of uh, AJ on the regular,
1: yeah, and I, I was down with him catching AJ. Um, I, I don't like the feud that's being built for Omos in the future. I, I, I don't want to see Omos versus versus Braun.
2: I just don't. But I don't know because then you had Omos versus Braun. You had Omos versus Big E. You had—I think that's pretty much it. But so that's just Omos kind
1: of else somebody else out of the ring. Who else did he eliminate? Um,
0: let me get back to the... Did Biggie first, did he did he eliminate Elias? Um, no, give me a second here. Rey Mysterio. Oh, is that who he grabbed? Yep. Just grabbed him from the outside. You're, you're, you're no longer in
2: this match. Just grabbed him with one finger. All
0: right, get um, out of here. There was the time he saved AJ from being eliminated, and so then uh, Braun Strowman went to eliminate AJ again, <laughs> and pretended to throw him out one way, and then just turned around and throw him, threw him out a different way that Omos wasn't there. That
2: was that's Kenneth it. Up. What was the point of
0: that, though? Um, what so was the point of that? I, I, think, it builds, was, yeah. I think it built... I'm not going to let you save him this time. Yeah,
2: It doesn't build anything.
0: Like I think it eventually builds Braun Strowman versus Omos. Which,
2: which will... Alright, right? yeah. so they're both right? So...
1: Uh, hmm. Well,
0: right now Braun Strowman's on SmackDown, but like they fucking care about which show they're actually on. True. Yeah. And that will be a very not good match. It could be a sort of good match. Oh, okay. So you're thinking Braun's gonna carry that match? No, I'm just saying that Omos might be better than we think he is. Okay. Well,
1: now that we're done in fantasy, oh, this is fantasy booking tonight. I forgot. <laughs> Nope, that is Tuesday. Be careful what you wish
2: for. You may have to book Omos versus Braun. Oh, gee. Well, I mean, we don't know if Omos is bad, though. This guy could be pretty sweet in the ring. We have not seen him in the ring yet, so...
1: We have seen him as a giant ninja, though. We have. And and he wasn't great there.
0: But that could have been the mask, man. Could have been all like, I can't see very well with the mask, so I suck. Okay, we
1: saw him deliver a claw chokeslam, a a head claw chokeslam or whatever it's called that Eric Rowan used to do. We saw him deliver that
0: to Big E and it didn't look pretty. Are you kidding? It just fucking took Big E out of the entire game. He looks like uh, it was a devastating attack.
2: I believe that's sarcasm.
0: (laughs) But anyway, so Edge is the final winner uh, and that was where it went off the air. Uh, All in all, like I said, I didn't hate the pay-per-view overall. I was overall enjoyed it. Uh, I'm just a little confused with some of the choices. I just didn't didn't think Edge was the right choice to win. I get, I think, why they're doing it, but it just didn't, to me, seem like the right option. I think the championship booking
1: bothers me more than Edge winning. Because I think you can tell a story with Edge versus Roman. I really do. Um, but the championship booking blows my mind. Why even have the matches just make longer Royal Rumbles then? Or make a Royal Rumble for tags or something? I don't know. I just... Ugh. Don't bring back Well,
2: Goldberg. I thought the women's
1: I wanted Goldberg to take off his boots and leave him in the ring. You can carry this company. <laughs> Like, that's what I wanted. With that show of respect, you can carry the company. You're obviously good enough to do it. I'm taking off my boots. I'm done. Um, and he could have left on a high note. And is this the second or third Mela versus Sasha match?
0: Uh, I think just second since she came back, but I'm not 100% certain.
1: Okay. But no automatic rebates pause unless you're the challenger? Okay, fair enough. Which is what Randy got to, so I guess that makes sense. Um, and then... And then what does it hurt to put the title on Kevin Owens and have him lose it in Elimination Chamber? It hurts it. zero things. Zero things It hurts. Cuz now we've had three we Kevin Owens matches that okay, now we have to we have to be done with this feud and where do we go from here? Which we'll is probably Edge. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's what I got from the Eve. I was really pleased with the women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> that's where I was. Yeah. The rest of it was Yeah, eh, you do it.
2: Like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't even know. Why would Edge go to SmackDown, though? You know, like, I I don't see Edge facing Drew or Edge facing Roman. I don't know how they're going to do it. We're just going to have Drew
1: face the old guys.
2: I guess, yeah. That's that's a reoccurring theme. That could work. Respectful old guy match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like it's not done with Randy Orton, though. I feel like Randy Orton is still not done with Edge. And I feel like maybe Randy Orton might try to take that spot away from Edge. I feel like we're still seeing Randy, Randy Orton versus
1: Orton Edge. Done. Randy Orton and The Fiend isn't done. They even promote Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. Randy Orton and The Fiend is not done. That's where they're still going with that.
0: Yeah, what's going to happen is um, Hulk Hogan's going to come out on Raw and say, You might have beaten Goldberg, but you never beat me. And then <laughs> Drew McIntyre is going to fucking Claymore his head off.
1: And it's going to be Edge versus Roman for who has the better spear. And Goldberg's going to come in during the match and spear both of them. And then Lashley's going to spear Goldberg at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. Let's book it. That's good S-word.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because everybody and their dog has
0: a spear. <laughs> and then Rhino's going to come back from TNA and
1: gore them all. <laughs> and then because Drew did a spear, Drew's going to come in and spear because... I'm the only S-word that take. Or I'm the only mf that takes out uh, old guys.
2: Yeah. And what's being done with Seth? Was, was there was there a story uh, set for Seth Rollins here for the Rumble? I don't think there was anything big necessarily. No. I, I don't know if Seth is back full-time.
0: I think he might be back full-time. I mean, as much as full-time is right now, you know, with COVID, full-time is... You come back, you wrestle one night, and then you go home. So yeah, that's I, I think he can be back full time. Uh, in terms of storyline, I think the storyline they're going to have to tell with him, at least short term, is the the person who's lost because he believed he was the guy and now he's not even a guy. You know what I mean? Like I thought I was cleaning up the roster and, and being the leader of the locker room and then that wasn't true and now I don't even know what's going on I'm not even the Smackdown Savior yep that's what I think is, was is...
2: technically healer face here. he was still heal
0: I guess no yeah he was still heal in this he was still heal um, and you know that's part of the storyline when he realizes he wasn't the Smackdown Savior uh, maybe he has to get vicious even more vicious than before and start taking out anyone in his path
1: I think there could be... I, I think with Seth, and and this is legit booking, fantasy booking type stuff. Um, I think with Seth, you can do a... If Edge decides to challenge Roman, Roman will then have a, an Elimination Chamber match. And Drew will not. Drew will have a uh, number one contenders match for his title at Elimination Chamber. Um, he'll have a match there. He just won't be in the chamber, is what the routine has been. Um, so if edge decides to chase roman Then i think you have a storyline with seth saying you've been back for three matches man how are you gonna be the one who takes on this i want to face you and prove that you're not worthy of that title shot and then edge can beat seth and then seth can break down Mm -hmm.
2: i don't know man like with because i honestly (laughs) thought seth was coming back and i'm like okay seth versus roman i'd be down to see that at mania you know what I mean? Well, that maybe, takes care I mean. of Maybe he, Daniel Bryan, schmazzes
0: his way into the title shop. Yeah, possibly. There's also a chance that, you know, again, if they if they do start to tell the story, which they may or may not, it's the story that I would expect them to do, of him kind of not knowing where he fits anymore, then a, a perfect side piece of that story is the table. Um, he very easily could say, I I thought I was the savior of, of Monday Night. I thought I was the savior of SmackDown, um, and apparently I'm not, so I'm just gonna be the second fiddle to you, Roman. You always were the V-guy. Uh, and, you know, eventually leading up to some with Jay Uso being angry because now Seth Rollins came in and took his spot as number two guy, and so a feud there, and then eventually a feud with with roman again to be the guy maybe that's a way i maybe do it but who knows the the
1: one thing that royal rumble is supposed to give us is the ability to reset a lot of storylines and because the fact that we're talking about i don't see where the storylines are going means that they've done that so i have to give them a little bit of props for that you know the only storyline we can really see is bianca is going to take on somebody and seth is going to take on somebody or not seth uh Edge. Edge
2: Yeah I mean kudos to them It's leaving me curious to what they're going to do On Raw but I'm also Scared because I feel like they don't Even have a plan because I don't see Any interesting outcomes out of this Have they done it where the Royal Rumble Winner doesn't technically Face the winner at uh, Face the champion at Mania ha- Have they done something with the Elimination Team 90. Sorry In 88, 89 and 90 No, 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 but I mean, they win the Rumble to face someone at Mania, and then I feel like something happened at Elimination Chamber, where they put their spot to face that champion at Mania. I feel like this has been done, where the Royal Rumble wasn't the direct cause for them to go straight to Mania, but it was, in fact, an Elimination Chamber uh, sort of situation. No? Am I crazy on this? I
1: don't recall ever seeing it.
0: I mean, in the end, just because Edge won the spot at Mania doesn't necessarily mean, uh, I think like DFA was hinting at that. It's a solo spot. Daniel Bryan got his way into it before, uh, as a third wheel, uh, Oscar, not Oscar, uh, Charlotte Flair and, uh, Becky Lynch, you know, was supposed to be the main event of a WrestleMania. And then eventually it was, uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and, uh, fucking ronda rousey so there's a lot they can do that's true but anyway so so all in all you know just to sum it up i thought it was a decent pay-per-view i enjoyed it i had fun Mm -hmm. Uh, and in the end i guess we can say entertainment is the important thing on these we can nitpick all we want about how this didn't turn out the way we wanted it to and maybe this did or whatever but in the end if we had fun it was a successful pay-per-view um
1: was it my favorite These are their stories. Yeah. Were they nitpick and endlessly tear These, apart? Yes. <laughs> These uh, are their
0: in, in the end though, uh was it a successful pay-per-view? Yes. Was it my favorite pay-per-view of the year? I guess by default, because it's <laughs> the first one. But do I anticipate this being my favorite pay-per-view of the year come December? No. I there will be I a lot
1: of nitpicking if it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, will this be better than AEW Revolution coming up in a month? I certainly hope not. I hope Revolution blows it out of the water. But that's because I'm a Mark. A Marks Marks. I'm, yeah, AEW must be my middle name. <laughs> Marks AEW Smarks. And, and I
2: honestly think it's really hard because we have, um, you know, we we put Royal Rumble on such a huge pedestal as well, Right because it is the beginning of the year we want certain things to happen and you know we have had royal rumbles that have been crazy good and that have had so many surprises new people come in i think maybe the last royal rumble that that has happened it was with aj styles like six years ago um so it's hard but it was definitely better than the majority of pay-per-views in 2020 You know, so there is that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I didn't have any problems with necessarily any of the matches per se. I do think the, if the Women's Royal Rumble wasn't a part of it, I think it would have been uh, perhaps uh, even more of a subpar show. But the Women's Rumble was a heck of a lot of fun. And the Owens match was also uh, really good as well for what it was. Problem is, we've just seen Owens and Reigns fight all the time already. So we've kind of seen a lot of those spots, but it was at least cool for them
0: to add a forklift and a swanton in this one. (laughs) So, um, I mean, in the end, kind of to your point, you know, AJ Styles showing up at that Royal Rumble was shocking. You know, we didn't we didn't see it coming. I mean, I guess if you followed the dirt sheets really close, maybe you did. Maybe there were some reports of it happening. But the majority of people, it was a surprise. Uh, Edge showing up last year was genuinely a surprise to almost all of us, you know? Uh, like, there, there were hints that maybe he was going to come back. But until you heard that, you think you know me. We didn't know for certain. There really wasn't any of that in either of the uh, Rumbles this year. But if you take a step back, like how many names can you throw out that would have made that reaction this year? Specifically like in the men's. Is there a men's wrestler right now that's not currently signed to another company that could have showed up that would have made the same sort of impact as AJ Styles showing up in CM Punk? That's a valid one. That's one. Um
1: Christian, I kind of marked out for Christian a little bit. Yeah, I marked I'm,
0: out for Christian. Sure I marked too. out for Christian, but again, it wasn't the same level, and mostly because Christian in WWE was never the guy. You know, he never really had the top run like Edge did. Um, no. And so, but yeah, Christian showing up was, but it still wasn't to that level. Like, if if Kazuchika kata suddenly showed up the internet would have lost their fucking mind. But we know that's not going to happen. He's the man for New Japan, right? Um, there's there's not a name to me of an active wrestler right now that could have shown up in this that would have been as big as someone like AJ Styles showing up when he did, right? In the Women's Rumble, there's one name that could have been that big of a name to show up, and Thank that's Tessa Blacher.
1: You, no, I, I thought you
0: were going to say Ronda. No, I, I'm i happy, but I don't think Ronda's that big of a name. I think, I suspicion, because I've been following a lot of the internet wrestling boards, I don't think Ronda was nearly as popular as it played out for her to be. I think I think there were some marks that were excited for her, and I think there were a lot of people who were not, and I was one of the ones who was not.
1: Oh, but I,
0: I, I, I think... <clears throat> Disliking her is not as unpopular as I thought it would. Let me say it No, the, the big name is Tessa. That's the big name. If she'd have shown up in the women's rumble, the internet wrestling community would be losing their fucking minds right now. Uh, she didn't, right? If Taya Valkyrie had shown up, it would have been kind of a big deal. Uh, and I, she was my pick for someone who might have shown up because we know her contract with Impact is up, is over. She's done with Impact. Her husband was wrestling in the Men's Rumble tonight. Would have made sense, but it didn't happen. But there's even her- Taya Valkyrie, a former Impact World Champion, would not have gotten the sort of response that AJ Styles did when he showed up. No, that's true. So, uh, so is is there a name? Aside from CM Punk, there's not another name out there that I think could have had that sort of surprise that a, that a AJ Styles had. Like, I don't know, Jay White? from New Japan, maybe but a lot of people who watch WWE don't follow New Japan enough to have been excited for that Um, Tetsuya Naito from New Japan, huge name that's not going to happen AEW hasn't been around long enough for anyone to be out of contract with them yet I mean
1: the mark out part of me says if WWE really wants to prove that they'll play with their neighbors Kenny Omega showing up would have been awesome, but.
0: That's, that's one of the few that, yeah. Kenny Omega showing up in the Royal Rumble would have, would have literally put internet wrestling community into meltdown. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Because, and the only reason WWE would do it is because Trips had to come out and say, we'll, we'll play with our, our, our. We're open to
0: playing with other people. We'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know AEW is doing it. We'll do it too. Oh, oh, you will? Oh, okay.
2: Well, I mean, I think maybe Johnny Gargano.
0: I mean, is, but the thing is, still Johnny there. Gargano is is in uh, NXT. He's hasn't he been in one of the Rumbles?
1: I don't think he's been in a Rumble, but and I don't think people would. Uh, I think a stronger choice from NXT would have been Adam Cole, baby, and and they yeah. didn't do that. So and maybe I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, uh, Johnny Gargano, 2019 Royal Rumble. Oh really? oh I could have sworn because that was that was the year that they did all the the Alistair Black uh, Johnny Gargano uh, all of that attempting to come to main roster and then uh, really quickly turning things around and
2: Jesus, what is happening with Alistair Black?
0: Uh, internet reports state that, that they're just holding him off TV because they don't really have a solid plan for him and when they do bring him back they want it to be a big deal. Um, okay,
2: but they've never made him a big deal from the get-go. I'm glad that they're saying that, but now they suddenly want to make him a big deal?
0: Well, it's part of his heel turn, uh, which started off with him becoming a pirate, apparently. our <laughs> Ar-
1: <laughs> my geez. Uh,
0: but I think what it was, from what I was reading, they realized that the heel turn wasn't wasn't getting the impact that they wanted it to, so they pulled him off TV for a bit, so they could reconfigure it a bit, and once they figure out how they want to do it, they want him to come back with a big impact. Here's hoping they can do it. I feel like you're just trying to say impact a lot. Impact, impact, impact.
2: Look at him making a big impact.
0: Yeah, that is an impact and a half. Very impactful indeed. Mm -hmm. As long as his colon doesn't get impacted, Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Where the hell did this conversation
0: just go? (laughs) Uh, I couldn't think of another way to work impact in, so...
2: Really? Colon impacted? That's your one way of thinking to get impact in. By talking about someone's colon getting impacted. You, sir. I
1: really feel like that was an elite move there.
2: Uh, Yes, it It... was very Omega of you.
0: (laughs) I really cleaned up that conversation.
2: Oh, oh, well done, well done. That was uh, also quite, uh, quite callous of you to do so as well. You certainly cleaned up.
0: What can I say? I'm good, brother. <laughs>
2: all right, all right, all right. Th- th- this has to end. We're done.
0: <laughs> I, I did not have anything. Else to I am brother. done with you, young bucks. Okay, I am done with you, young bucks. That's it. Hey, no one has called either of us Young Bucks for a long time, so You're welcome. But on that note, we will probably Be sure start yourself best friend. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, geez. I mean we okay. could we could go back and start talking about like the partridge family, you know, the 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 family and they had that one brother and he I don't know, he had I think his hair was orange, uh, Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: well you freshly squeezed
0: that one out good for you good for you (sighs) on that note let's go ahead and end this podcast because apparently we've gotten to the loopy segment of our night Mm.
2: but no congrats bianca bella certainly well deserved and certainly not necessarily a surprise but regardless um well deserved and that is something that doesn't didn't need to be a surprise, yet we were all happy with and it didn't drive us over the edge. Okay guys, we gotta we gotta go. We gotta go.
0: Um make sure to like share and subscribe to this podcast uh whatever podcast platform you use i'm sure they have a like button or a subscribe button on it so click that button so that you get notified whenever we post a new episode uh share this with your friends unless you're embarrassed to be a wrestling fan are you embarrassed if not then click that share button put it on your facebook wall or your twitter wall you know let other people know about us um (laughs) Follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on pretty much any social media at rawandorderwbu. You can follow D.A. Fabe at D.A. Vincent K. Fabe. And if enough of you follow him, maybe he'll actually tweet. You can follow JLB (laughs) at JLB420.
2: Rio Talk Radio is the brand at Rio Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash R-T-R where you can find me on Spotify, Apple being every other which fun fact by the way Anchor is now owned by Spotify so if I say Anchor or Spotify I guess I'm talking about the same place Um, but yeah you can follow me there and uh, that is pretty much it I'm also on Instagram too I technically post a lot on Instagram which is at Rio Talk Radio Online.
0: Yeah, so uh, Anchor and Spotify, Spotify's owned them for a while, but they still maintain them separately. So you can listen to us on Anchor or on Spotify. Um, And, you know, I mean, uh, grand scheme of things, if you want to listen to an episode multiple times across multiple different platforms, uh, I can't stop you. Yeah, that's valid. If you want to support us, that's one way to support us. The easiest way, cheapest way is just to share this podcast with other people so that they know about it uh you can also leave us a five star review on apple podcasts or some of the other places have review sections um give us five stars just like the number of stars you'll give your vacation at Turks and Caicos even though they sponsor CNN instead of us those bastards um
1: you bitches
0: sun beaches um You can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu, or you can buy our merch at shop.spreadshirt.com slash rawandorderwbu. All of these links are going to be in the doobly-doos for this episode, um, or pretty much all of the episodes, so you can head down there to get all those links. But on that note, we will close the book. Thanks for listening. We will see you soon.
1: Hey, I just want to say, loyal listener listening to our FBI that our former partner wasn't on right now sending me
3: text about it. Cool stuff.